and she's the one who had to go and get an abortion and had to deal with the consequences and like that's horrible and it just comes back to like we are just expected to go through these side effects and expected it's just not really on is it Hey Ro. Hey Ro. Jade. Hey Jane. <laughs> How are you? Hi Jane. Um, so what are we talking about today? Um oh, we are talking about contraception. Yeah. I Particularly guess. hormonal contraception that women put in their bodies so they don't get preggers McGregors. Yeah. Um, it's I think it's well, how do we get to it? So obviously it was International Women's Day. Last whoop, week, whoop. yeah, woman, great to have tits. Um, we, yeah, so it was International Women's Day on Thursday. And obviously there's been a lot of talk about women's control of their own bodies and having bodily autonomy with repeal the 8th and hopefully we'll get the referendum date um, announced next week Hopefully it's the 25th of May because well, a lot of people are saying it's going to be the 25th of May or early June and early June a lot of like students go on J1s and all and they might leave the country and anyway <laughs> Yeah but do you know what though I think well, remember with the marriage referendum and there was yeah. come home and all that and everyone came home I think people are going to make a very special effort to I be around so. for it Yeah um, But anyway so it's kind of a hot topic like you can't turn on the news or RT as I said I love RT news <laughs> can't turn on the news you can't look at the newspaper without seeing um, a new development with the referendum bill to repeal the Eighth Amendment. So with that in mind, me and Ro got talking about what burdens we have to take on as women um, when it comes to our bodies. Um, so, Ro, I'll let you take it from here. Ro... <laughs> <laughs> take the lead there, Ro. Yeah, so... So yeah, we're having this discussion about basically the tough things that we as women have to go through. There's a few... There's a fair old few bits... Little tidbits that tidbits or tidbits, <laughs> tid, <laughs> a few tidbits that we have to deal with on a daily basis. Um, one of which, I guess, something that I am particularly has been on my mind a lot recently that I'm particularly passionate about is the use of hormonal contraceptive. So, God, where do I start with this one? Okay, <laughs> you said you were passionate about it. Sounded like <laughs> I love it. Like it's just that's the passion of mine. Love. Hormonal contraception. I love the pill. No, you're passionate about it in the sense that you had a really bad experience. Pretty bad experience, yeah. So, okay. I don't even know, should I go through my, like, contraception history? Start age 16. Age 16. When you first pill. started having sex. So I, okay, I'll, I'll do a whistle, a whistle stop. Whistle stop tour. <laughs> tour of Roisin's contraceptive history. I feel like I'm on Viking Splash. <laughs> to the left, we have a... Uh, the pill it was uh, the mini pill to the right okay now okay i started on the pill young all girls when they first start uh going on contraception it's the pill they recommend i was started on like i think it was called microlite um after the pill well, I, went, I went on four different types of pills because none of them agreed with me made me put on weight made me get mood swings heart palpitations increased anxiety all that kind of fun stuff that happens with the pill which i'm sure if any of you had it you'll kind of be like yes um on the pill didn't like any of them I also would get like three week long periods on the pill, which was like horrific. Would that be like full periods or like spotting? It's spotting, like you know, the like brownie, <laughs> the little brown bits, <laughs> a little, a little brown like bits. Like the start of a period when you know it's yeah. coming, and but you'd have to wear a pad, like you'd have to wear like a pad for the whole. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, I st- the pill was ma- if I missed the pill by like two hours, I'd end up spotting and then 
you'd spot onto the whole way you got on it at, until the seven day break like two hours yeah i just think that pill particular pill wasn't strong enough for me which in hindsight is like it's a good fucking it's a bit scary like it wasn't strong enough for me that i was bleeding through it like yeah yeah but you're not really educated though like i mean i went to the doctor to get a pill like and all she told me was Wait, so were you taking it because you had irregular sore periods or were you no. taking it because you started having sex started having sex okay Started getting the right. Fair play to you. <laughs> I remember telling my mom I wanted to go on the pill. Um, I had like it was my first boyfriend or whatever, and I remember like telling her I was like, "Mom, I'm going on the pill," and she was just like, "Oh my god!" But um, I remember going to the doctor and just like demanding, going to like the women's health center in Bray and just being like, "Yeah, I'm on the pill," and they were just like, "Yeah, grand," and they just they didn't say anything. They just said that you're going to probably put on a bit of weight. But they were like, "But you probably put on your boobs," which was like great because I've that know. is just so many things wrong with that. So you're going to put on that. weight. But you'll have big But then, wait till you hear this. I was on it. So after you're on it for a month and then you go back down uh, to the clinic and they just kind of say, they take your blood pressure. So your blood pressure is a huge thing they have to watch when you're on the pill um, because it can cause, oh, I don't know what the technical term is. Obviously, we're not doctors, but anyway, it can cause high blood pressure. But anyway, I went to, down to the doctors and I stood on the scales and she goes, whoa, oh, you really put on weight with this pill. And I was like, have I? And she was like, something ridiculous, like, not a stone, but I'm going to say, like, definitely over half a stone, which was a lot for me. In a month? Yeah, in a crazy short amount of time, a month. Wow. I think maybe the checkup was a month later. And I was like, oh, I guess I should go on a different pill. And she was like, no, 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 it'll all regulate, it'll all regulate, that's probably water weight, all sorts. Um, but anyway, that was the pill, that was all very shit for very different reasons, felt very uneducated about it, kept coming back to the doctors asking for different pills, they just keep putting me on different ones, and never really said, like... Is there any kind of scientific basis, like, for what pill they put you on? No, to be honest, like... So they just guess throwing at you and... I think they're like, this is the best one. Like, it's it's pharmace- like it's a pharmaceutical company. Yeah, no, they're pushing it. So a lot of me, um, me and my friends at the time all put on Microlite, and that was, for me, the devil pill, whatever. I just get complete heart palpitations from it. Um, but... Okay, so you're putting that when you're 16. Yeah, when I was 16, I was on that for a few years. Very like Never liked it, never liked any of the side effects, but kind of just kept with it. And then I went on that for years. And then eventually I came off it and went on the copper coil. The copper coil is it like a T-shaped bar that goes into your... I don't know what part of your... I need like an Is that different to an IUD? It's an IUD, but it's non-hormonal. It's copper. Because I was done with hormones at this Sorry, stage. so the sperm hits the copper. The sperm hates the copper. And the copper is like toxic to the sperm. So the sperm are like, Wah! and they just don't go up there. Okay. Which is pretty mad, isn't it? It's mad, yeah. But yeah, it's like a little T-shaped bar and you put that up there. And it's quite painful getting it in, to be honest. When I was getting it put in, um, oh God, I don't want to scare anybody. But anyway, I was getting it put in and it was like really bad cramps that like go all around your back and kind of into your bum. And she was like, this is what like early stage, really early stage labor, kind of contraction pains like. The way you described that, I was just telling Ro before this that uh, my periods have gotten really bad in the past six months. That's exactly what it feels like. Really? Sore bum, sore back. God. Can barely walk, but only for like 24 hours. That's so weird. Not that it's weird. Sorry, anyway, so I'll weird. go on to that. You go on. Um, so yeah, copper coil, um, and the doctor was like, no, 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 no. You should not go on this. You should not go on this. I was like, why? And she goes, it's first of all, women after they've had babies get this because they're like wider or whatever in their, that area or I don't know. Again, not being told why things were happening. Just doctors saying that. And then she's like, and also um, it gives you really heavy periods. Like you should definitely stick to the hormones. In fairness to that doctor, she was actually right because my periods were hell on earth. I was like leaking through a nighttime pad in an hour. Oh God. Like, and I was like, got anemic from it. So six months, took that out. 
six the, months you're on this and you're bleeding that heavily oh, i went back to the doctor i was like i am bleeding like a motherfucker like i am literally like i need a nappy and it's so painful she gave me that those painkillers what do they give ponston oh no. yeah, yeah no that's antihistamine is it no <laughs> no ponston is the ponston. one for, for cramps and stuff yeah is it yeah okay she gave me ponston <laughs> it's not claritin <laughs> Zyrtec. I just gave me Claritin for those pains. Yeah. Uh, so I went on Ponston. I was like taking Ponston like for seven days of every month, which probably isn't great. Um, but she was like, no, stick it out for six months. That's when your body regulates. I got that fucker taken out and I went on the Marina IUD then. This is where the magic happens. This is where it all went even fucking the shit show really occurred. So I went to the doctor. I'd been off like contraception for a while, but I was just too fucking scared like of getting pregnant, to be honest. So I went to the doctor and I was like, I have some cursing. Sorry. I went to the doctor and I was like, um, what, what's the best form of contraception with the least side effects? And she was like, the marina, the marina, the marina, the marina. And she was like, it's localized because it's just it's, a, it's an IUD. So it's just in your is it your uterus? Am I saying is it uterus? I should know this as a lesbian, but... Why should you know this as a lesbian? <laughs> <laughs> I was making a I love vagina You were fucking up there the whole time. Um, the whole time I'm up there. Uh, look, I don't know, because like, I, I should really say as well, I have never been on any form of birth control. Oh yeah, that's such a good point. You never have. I have never. So this is an education for me. I have... Obviously, I'm, I'm a lesbian, uh, as you know, because I say it every five seconds. <laughs> I'm, I'm a lesbian. Did you know I'm, I'm a in a lesbian, lesbian relationship? I'm a lesbian. Um, no, I've, I've never had to be... I, I have slept with guys, but I've never been in like a long-term relationship with a guy. Well, I mean, when I was like 15, but... Mm. Um, so you never no, had to. Go no, on. and I have slept with guys, but I've always just like used the condom. Yeah. <clears throat> um, also, I've been blessed with really light periods that last about three days, which Rose giving me the eyes now. It's catching up with me because they've gotten really bad. But I guess three it's kind of a days you had periods for three days. Yeah, the dream. I'm a seven dayer. I know. But lately it's been mad. Uh, they've been irregular. They've like if I'm the slightest bit stressed, it'll take like two months. I won't get one for two months. So. Everyone is just so interested in our cycles right now. No, because I remember there was one time when I was 16 or no, I was probably about 18 or 19 and I didn't get my period for three months. And I was convinced. I remember you texted me and said, can, you literally said, Roisin, can you get pregnant from toilet seat? I thought I was going to have a toilet seat baby. Toilet seat baby. I remember, no, that. I think we did hashtag toilet seat baby for at least a week after that. Because, no, hashtags weren't a thing then. Were they not? Uh, maybe on Twitter for hipsters. Oh, yeah, but they weren't. Um, no, because I remember I went into the old part of the George and I went into a monkey bathroom and I thought, that anyway it was being stupid I thought so, I was having a toilet seat baby anyway the point is is I have never been on any form of yes. birth control mm. um, and I while I, I know some things from talking to Ro about it or being in conversations with girls who are on birth control um, I, I know some bits but I've never I don't, I've ne- I don't have any experience of it mm. but I have been considering in the past couple of months um, going on it because my periods have been really irregular and mm. a lot more painful than usual so um, that's actually how we got talking about it because yeah. I was saying to Ro that um, you're thinking, I was about, thinking going about, about going on it, and I was like, whatever you do, like, I was saying, like, to be honest, unless you really have to, uh, don't go on it. But like, I, look, I don't want this podcast to be like a scaremongering thing because we're not healthcare professionals, and also we're just this is only my experience with it. I I also know people like a girl I work with is has on the marina and she's fucking loves it. So you know, everyone different strokes, different folks. But um, my experience was very bad, and I went to the doctor and she said. Uh, this is the best thing for side effects. It's also the most effective. So it's 98%, 99% something uh, effective. So like, that's all she told me. And she said it lasts for five years. 
Um, you would literally not have to worry about it. You mightn't get any periods at all. That's why women love it. When she said that, I was like, I want to get a period. I don't want to not yeah, get a period. Yeah, it's not really strange. I think it's really strange when, you know, you don't your, your body's meant to have a period. It's so strange. I never liked that. I never, yeah, I always, because your body goes to different, like a woman's body, the hormones like every week are so vastly different. The fact that you're just being stuck in this constant state of, I think your body your, your body thinks you're pregnant and that's why mostly side effects happen. Again, <laughs> I don't know if that's 100% true. Because no that, one will tell her. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, so um, I was like, grand, five years of like, if there's no side effects, then that's a fucking dream. Like it is. So we i got it in and uh then um rolled on the worst six months of my whole entire life probably yeah i remember you were in the bits and you couldn't figure out why i couldn't figure out why so the first month was grand like didn't notice anything um oh god like it was just like anxiety just came out of fucking nowhere nowhere like it was just like there was nothing going on in my life that made me like that that i don't know what what i'm trying to say like there was nothing that was happening in my life that like could would have been that would have made you feel exactly. like you did. Yeah. It's not like you were going through a really hard time. No, it was like anxiety, really bad, like racing heart. Like I'm telling you, my heart out of nowhere would just be like, going like really weird. Like how, why does that happen? And I was like, oh my God, what's happening to me? Um, insomnia. Well, I remember because you were going to like therapists. You were going to. Oh my God. I'm not saying that going to a therapist is a bad thing, but you, I remember you couldn't figure it out. I was literally like, I'm a very proactive person. Like if something's going wrong, I'm like, I'm not the type of person to sit back and just be like, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Like the minute, the week I probably started feeling bad, I was like going to the therapist. Uh, I went to my doctor, I went to the GP, I got full blood test taken, everything. Like honestly, like it was like, I was like, no, there's something wrong with me. Like uh, my brain, like I felt this brain fog as At well. any stage, did you think that it could be the marina? I actually didn't like it didn't occur to me I just thought like oh my god I'm just like this is what like everyone who says they suffer badly with anxiety has and it's just happening to me now and I can't find out and there must be something going that happened in my childhood that's coming out now like that's I just felt like I've all of a sudden I thought that maybe I was getting depression I don't know it just was like so confusing right um and then I think I was just talking another thing was like oh yeah I wasn't able to sleep and stuff and I was just talking to I think it was a girl in work and she just said, um, when did you get the marina in? And I was like, like four months ago, three months ago. And she was like, oh, because she had said that her friend had the same sinus kind of symptoms. She was like on antidepressants, but then she realized it was the, the, could have been the marina. So anyway, I went on to Facebook. Facebook is great for Facebook groups. I don't know if you actually go on Facebook groups, but there's like loads of them for every type of topic ever. I'm actually the member of um, a motorbike um, buying and selling page. Gas. I've never bought one though. Gosh. Yeah, but I want to. Slightly different. But yeah, but it, these groups are deadly. I mean, I typed in Marina yeah. and then there was like, there's a group and it's called Marina IUD, the good, the bad and the ugly. Um, oh, cool. There's 13,000 people on it. It's very active. If I like, well, I just read out one of the last posts from it. Like, yeah, just as an example, let's just see it going on to Facebook. But I went on to this and this is where I was like, oh my God. And it's kind of the penny drop. And I was like, it is this. So, uh, okay, here's actually one from two hours ago. Uh, a girl called Ashlyn. I'm getting my marina out on Monday because it's making me literally crazy. I feel bipolar. I'm depressed. Uh, I'm anxious. Um, what about the marina crash? That's the thing that when you take the thing out. Um, and she's like, hot flashes, dizziness, brain fog, high blood pressure, anxiety and headaches. Jesus. And that's just the last, that's just the last post from today. Like every, there's so many women um, with the same thing. I was posting a lot and I'm talking to a lot of women and everyone just said, get it out. So I got it out. Um, the funny thing is when I was getting um, my marina in, the doctor was very much like, oh, very positive. It's the best thing ever. When I was getting it out, she was like, yeah, 
Yeah, what? yeah. When I, when I I went to the doctor in the middle of this, not a gynecologist, a GP, and she's like, "Nope, not the marina. The marina is the best form of thing. You're, it's not that. It's all in your head." Then I went to the guy. She probably bought in loads of marinas. Of course, she fucking did. Yeah. Then I went to she the well woman clinic, and I was getting taken out. I was like, "I was you're taking this out of me today." And the the well woman clinic were like, "Yeah, actually, a good few women come in with that." Only last week I was getting my smear test done, and the woman was asking me, "Are you on the pill or anything?" And I said, "Nope." And she said, what did you have? I said, the marina. And she, I was like, yeah, it was horrible. And she goes, oh yeah, I had that. It was horrible. This is the, the gynecologist. This seems like a universal thing. This is mad. Now look, it's obviously, mad. I'm not a doctor. There's, I don't know. There's but TV ads on TV in America. And it's like, have you the marina coil? You know, you can file a lawsuit for it. Like, it's insane. No way. Yes, it's insane. Like, there's women who are losing their eyesight and all. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> their eyes. Jane, it's mad now look okay if anyone's sitting there listening to this and they have the marina in if you are go to the doctor now take it out check your eyes no honestly it just like as i said i know people with it and they love it it just did not work for me um and like that's the kind of point of this is that like i knew my body and i listened to what it was telling me and after six months i just got the fucking thing taken out did your doctor give you any sort of explanation of why you that was happening to you no but I know what it was. It's this, it's the hormone progesterone or progesterone that's in it that causes all this stuff. I like I was just researching myself. But isn't that ridiculous that you had to research that yourself? Like you yeah. couldn't make an informed decision because. But after I got it taken out, I went and found the leaflet that I got with it, and it had written in it one in ten common side effects in the leaflet. Uh, one in ten women will suffer headaches, nervousness, dizziness, nausea, bloating, acne, depression, loss of interest in sex, and puffiness, swelling. Um, yeah. Do you know what? And it's funny because I've heard similar stories about the bar. Yeah. Actually, when we talk about what people have said to us, we asked. Yeah. Today we um, posted on our Instagram, um, basically just saying that we were doing this podcast. And um, we also did it on our personal accounts. saying that we're doing this podcast. And if any gals out there had any adverse um, side effects after taking. Or positive. Or positive. Yeah. yeah. Basically, what was your experience? And we got a few in. Ro, do you want to start off? Yeah, so I got one from a girl who was basically saying that she... Um... Now, guys, okay, look, I just want to reiterate one more time. We are not doctors. We are not doctors. And we're not trying to scare you. We just want people to be... Like, I think it's an important conversation that, like, when, when we got all these messages and me and Jane started talking about it, when I started talking about it to other people, like, I was like, this is important that we're talking about this, these side effects that we're having. Yeah. Like, it's a really important topic that I feel like no one is addressing. See, I think one of the worst things about this is that it, it isn't explained to women no that this could happen to you and you can't make an informed decision it's just like know? it's just like don't get pregnant at all costs and the side effects of these so it's bullshit that it's up to women alone but hold on a second also if like if you do get pregnant if the contraception fails or whatever i mean it's not like they support you then here either <laughs> like <laughs> That's a good point. i know like it's like we're just unsupported okay okay you go first a girl and a girl and uh a girl i know messed me saying that she had uh, polycystic ovaries their little cysts that um are on your ovaries uh and it was causing her periods to last four months she was giving the pill by her doctor to regulate her periods um and she had a mini stroke a mini stroke when she was 14 years of age jesus and she's not allowed on the pill ever again or so, any sort of hormones so she just used condoms I didn't ask. <laughs> I so presume you, she's a straight woman. Yes, she is. But I was like, what are you using for protection? But yeah, crazy. Mini stroke. That's crazy. Okay, so I got one in from a friend of mine, actually. Um, she said uh, she was on the bar and she said the bar was honestly the worst contraceptive I've been on. I constantly had my period spotting. 
Zero sex drive and it made me depressed. Cannot explain how bad it was. Never again. Capital letters. The Nouveau ring, on the other hand, is pure bliss. I'm not sure what that is. She said she was on it for 15 months and it was the worst. um, And that she can't believe that they're still telling people to go on it. (laughs) And she reiterated, like when I mean zero sex drive, I mean nothing. On that topic, I mean, I was the same on the marina. Like sex drive as in like I didn't even know what, it never came into my head. Like I didn't even never thought about sex. Like it was like just like n- something that didn't exist to me anymore. It was gone, which is so stupid because the whole reason you're on this thing is so you can have so you can have sex so you can have sex carefully. So it was just like it, it was like such it was not worth it at all. So tell me this and tell me no more. <laughs> so I was doing a little bit of research on this before this, and okay, well actually, first of all, I have to say that I did come across several studies. That are either side of the argument. Yeah. Some studies have proven, proven, I'm doing bunny ears, that, um, oh no, it's actually grand. It's just, you know. What's some, grand? The Like, um, yes, some women might have reactions, oh, right, but yeah. it's purely coincidental. And then there's other studies that say, no, a significant percentage. That literally enrages me that it's people saying it's purely coincidental. Like, No, look, I'm paraphrasing here, but there's basically studies that, that back up either side of the argument. Yeah, they just don't know. They're just, they're just not proving it, but it's a pharmaceutical... Anyway, oh yeah, it's all pushed. It's all pushed. But I did come across some stuff about the male pill. Oh, here which, we go. Here we go. So the male pill, basically, from my understanding of it, it is it exists and they've done trials, um, but they are reluctant to release it into yeah. the wild because <laughs> they're reluctant to release it into the wild because um, uh, pretty pretty much tiny percentage of um, men who were on the trial experienced ready for this mm-hmm. i'm ready weight gain whoa depression imagine what sleep disturbances shock and horror increased sex drive and increase which is funny isn't that classic the men get increased sex drive and the women get decreased but isn't it funny that that is stuff that we have to i mean not me because i'm a big lesbian as you know oh my god are you yeah i'm Jesus. gay i like vaginas <laughs> um but that is something that women have to face every single day and it's a no issue it's like yeah that's just what you gotta have to do but oh. do you know what here's the other thing yeah, i spilled the pretzels <laughs> i got rose some gluten-free pretzels in duns and they're really delicious and she's in dublin eight um so anyway so the point is is, is and also the male pill is 100 percent effective I mean, yeah, from well, tests, but yeah. also to just to also the ma- the male pill. It's, we're calling it the pill, but apparently it has to be an injection for men. Oh yeah, it's called the pill. It doesn't necessarily have to come in pill form. Yeah. But they but they've done trials, it, and it's meant to be like it's meant to be really effective. But yeah, they dropped out. But like when you think about it, okay, like I think that's absolutely bullshit that men don't want to do those side effects. But if you think about our a month for a woman, and you think they're like. Because I track my periods on this app that I have, like a period app. And like, it's funny. I write notes on days I'm feeling in certain ways. Like, obviously I'm a bit anal, but this is just what I'm doing. No, that's good. And I'm just saying like, if I if I have a bad sleep, if I'm feeling overly anxious, if I'm feeling down, if I'm feeling amazing, I write it in this thing. And it's amazing. Like, there's this pattern. And it's like, you know, when you're, the, the week before your period, your hormones are doing this and you'll feel this. When you're ovulating the middle of your cycle, you'll feel this, this, this. And our, it basically has just made me it's made me aware that our hormones are like a roller coaster every week, the way they're going up and down. Yeah. Whereas men don't experience that. So I think we're used, and we're used to periods, we're used to pain. I think we're, as women, used to almost a certain level of tolerance for pain and for like our emotions, our mind, everything fluctuating. Like our tempers yeah. and everything. Like, like, I mean, when I was on the marina, I was like, I bawled my eyes out to Dave about a boiled egg. 
Like I bawled my eyes out because I was like, "This fucking egg. That's it. That's it. Nothing's working out." And but see that besides Serena, like the I there is parts of the month where. Yeah. I would cry about something too. But a boiled egg. I mean, it's a very sad state of affairs when your boiled egg goes green on the inside. Green? You know when you boil it too much? Oh, like an Irish flag. Oh. Green, white, yeah. orange. Yeah, actually. <laughs> but my point is that, like, we're kind of, we're more tolerant, I think, to, like, changes in mood and everything than men would be. So when they took this pill as a trial, they were like, fuck no. Exactly, yeah. But then I feel also, like saying, well, okay, are all of you going to wear condoms then for the rest of your lives? Like, are you okay with that? That's the thing as well that gets <laughs> me when guys are like, actually, can I tell you a story? I I had sex with this guy. The guy, the, the guy who pissed my bed. So yes. if anyone knows, I'm the Jane Casey from First Dates Ireland season two, episode five. <laughs> and I had sex with this guy who ended up pissing the bed. But what I didn't say on TV, thank God, because my dad was Hold watching. Hold on a second. This was only a few years ago. This was... It was about three years ago I slept with this guy. Why yeah. did you Why did you sleep with him? Oh, I don't know. I was kind of dating this girl that I really liked. And um, it just, it didn't happen or something. Um, I don't know, I was just a little bit sad. And yeah. um, um, I liked attention and this guy came on to me and I was like, right, that's it. Get sad sex, sad sex never makes you feel better, does it? Especially when it's sad sex with someone you're not attracted to. The opposite sex. Like yeah, that the opposite sex. Yeah. Literally not attracted to. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, he, he pissed the bed and it was in the middle of the night or like during sex I don't know I, I have a weird vibe that he might have been into it he God. kept trying to bring me to the bathroom during the night what yeah it was like really bring weird. you to the bathroom yeah to like I don't know he kept saying he needed to go to the toilet so he needed to wee and why would you have to and he was like trying to like oh he was he totally was like, like he was like come here show me to the bathroom and I was like no and he but then to... he couldn't pee because he had an erection did you go to the bathroom with him? Yeah, I don't know. I was locked. It was like four in the morning. He wanted to piss all over you. Well, he ended up doing it while I was asleep. Anyway, I woke up in a pool of piss and hung over and it was really horrific. Uh, actually, then the next day I had to get the morning after pill for the first and only time in my life. How was the morning after pill? I've actually never taken it. Have you not? No. Um, now, I can't be sure if it was the hangover or if it was the pill. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was the pill because, first of all, it's really embarrassing. Like, you go in and you have to say, like, under your breath, oh, I need the morning after pill. And they're like, oh, okay. And they bring you into a little, like, side room in the chemist. And she makes you fill out a form and she asks you a few questions. I, to me, like, that wouldn't be embarrassing because it's like, you could be, like, to me, it's embarrassing when I have to go to the chemist and be like, sorry, can I have um <coughs> thrush cream? And, <laughs> and, like, the last time I had to get the good old pack of caniston, um, the, there was a guy, a young guy, and I was like, I need uh, thrush cream. And he asked me, did I want, like, there's like a thrush cream that's like just basic thrush cream. And there's like more of an extreme, like it's a higher percentage of something. Like, extreme, please. And I, I definitely needed the extreme, but I was uh, like, just the basic ones, fine, it's not that bad, it's not that bad. <laughs> so well, the morning after pill, I'm I mean, like, I, a dream. I was particularly fragile because... Yeah, you'd I was sad about something. And you'd been pissed on in the night. And I'd been pissed on, but the only, I mean, I'm sure we've all done it, had sex. Been pissed on in the night. No, had sex with someone just because you were sad. Yeah. And it's the worst feeling because you feel so hollow and so. Um, you feel way worse than next You day. feel so cheap and so disgusting. Yeah. I remember Ro, I called you the next morning after he left. I was, I was walking like, to work. Yeah. You were walking to work and I was like, Ro, I had sex with a guy. And then you were like. But you're a lesbian. I was very confused. She you were like, confusing. but lesbians don't have sex with men. I was like, I know, but I did. It was funny. I just was very confused. But look, sure, I was educated. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, that whole episode, I was actually really sad about for a while. I felt, I probably, I've never told this to you, but I hated myself for like 
three months I didn't even want to think about the fact that I had a vagina but is it because that you just regretted it yeah like obviously it was completely consensual but it was um it, I just felt really cheap you know when yeah. you, like you sold yourself short and then having sorry having to the next day you have to go yeah. and get a morning after pill like it's a, bit, it's a bit degrading in some ways especially like and that's what this comes back to like you're the one who had to go and get the morning after pill that's the thing like, we're, I'm the one who has to go get a t-shaped bar shoved in my vag like and really you know painful fucked me off so much that whole scenario like yes it was consensual I invited him home and whatever it was fine I did regret it of course and that happens a lot and whatever but what really fucked me off is that he could go in his merry way and tell his lads like, oh yeah, I went back to some girl's house. Mm-hmm. And I had to march down to the chemist and get a morning after pill with my friend and then go into work. It's just, that is just like, what, ha- like, it's just, it's the way, like, it was terrible. Shite, like, and I felt so sick all day. I felt like I couldn't eat a thing until about eight o'clock that night. But it's like, um, it's the same, like if you, if, like, if you had gotten pregnant, which would, like you would be, and you probably don't know this guy, you probably would have just had to go get an abortion by yourself or with a friend. And he lived yeah. his normal life. Like, um, That or, fucked me off. And do you know what? It wasn't his fault either. Yeah. Because that's just how it is. Like he would never, like, oh, sorry. The reason why I brought this whole thing up is because he went to the toilet in the night um, oh, yeah. took his condom off. And came back and had sex with me and said he had a condom on. You are not serious. Yeah, and but only, I've heard only, that because, happening. only because my housemate found the condom in the bathroom the next day. I read a really, really sad story. There's these amazing, amazing Facebook accounts at the moment because obviously the referendum's coming up and one of them is called Everyday Stories, another one is called In Her Shoes, uh, Stories of the Eighth. And it's all these women who've had to get abortions oh, and they're basically telling their story. And one of these women was writing a story about how she got pregnant and apparently the guy that she was having sex with was taking off the condoms. And every she, time? Every time. Or he, what he was saying it was on or something, but she said he would, he would it, was, it was really, really heartbreaking because she said that he would just take them off like in the middle or, like you wouldn't notice, like I genuinely, in the middle of, to throw things you wouldn't know if it was on or off and apparently he was taking it off or he made I don't know if he took it off multiple times or it was once but she got pregnant and it was as a result of because he told her he had one on and he didn't what a prick I mean and she's the one who had to go and get an abortion and had to deal with the consequences and yep. like that's horrible and it just comes back to like we are just expected to go through these side effects and expected it's just not really on is it <laughs> would you if if the male pill or whatever form it comes in mm. um becomes available would you trust a guy to take it it's a tough one i actually talked today my boyfriend about this like today and i was like okay if there was a male pill would you take it and he was like definitely yeah um because he, he's seen what what like the marina did to me like firsthand and he was like i would but then i was like oh like it immediately i got nervous i was like like i know this is completely going against what i just we were just talking about but sure um, like I was like I do in some ways I like having the control over it as well because I'm like no I know I'm going to be take this um, because at the end of the day do you know what it is um, men aren't going to end up pregnant no like but the way we're we're doing it now is like it's actually more of a joint thing like it's actually good because like I'm tracking my period with an app that tells me when I'm fertile when not to have sex whatever and he obviously knows yes for condoms and like he'd be asking me okay what time of the month I'll be showing him like no fertile today like let's just not do anything that's really nice so it is like a joint thing he even suggested getting the app on his phone so he could see oh this is so cute isn't it but i was like no it's grand like you can trust me but um i think you're the exception though yeah like yeah i think a I'll lot of guys would, would not give a shit because when we said this on instagram today um we asked people now 
I no, but I yeah, I don't. I wouldn't trust. I'm happy to. I'm yeah. I think yeah. Sorry, no, go on. <laughs> um, it's funny because, uh, yeah. Okay, I'll just read it out. So, um, we wrote when the male pill is made available, if it gets available, if yeah. it is a pill, uh, would you trust guys to remember to take it? And seventy-seven percent of people said no. Twenty-three percent said yes. Yeah. What was really encouraging is you know I th- I think we're kind of assuming that mostly women listen to this podcast and i'm sure that's true mm-hmm. but i know some men do as well Um, what's really nice is that a couple of men including rose lovely dave <laughs> wrote yes and that gives me hope for the world because yeah I, I i do think but have you told a guy i'm on nothing like i am just like what's that barebacking what's it called barebacking barebacking yeah I, like, there's no contraception well, that's go- like the porn name for it right but I'm like, there's no contraception going on here so like i think if you told a guy that like He'd be freaked out enough to do it. Hold on, we actually just got a message in this second from somebody. Just in, just in, live. Uh, got the bar in and bled literally every single day for months. I'm anemic and it was horrific. Jesus. Now I'm just avoiding the pill and other forms of contraception that affect my body. Oh, it's shit, but it's so common, and I'm so like, like it's like I honestly think this is not how been the point of discussion, like because it was never discussed, it was never talked about to me at my doctor. It's never, it was never really discussed even amongst my friends until very recent years. Like it was just something you go on the pill, you feel fucking crazy. Like there's people who are saying that, like I don't know if my craziness back when I was like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen was because of the pill or because of just being a teen. Yeah, I guess you don't know what hormones people are like, I don't know what like, there's people are on the pill for 10 years and it literally can alter their personalities. Um, But, yeah, like, I mean, I think like, go, like, I guess the point I want to make is like, look, if you're on the pill or whatever, it's great that we can have control over, you know, whether you want to become pregnant or not and there is stuff out there for us to avoid pregnancy but like, it's just to know your own body and to like, be aware there's other choices as well. Like, yeah, and also I think um, be informed. Like, I think that there's, I think in every, in anything, not even just in in birth control, but in in any kind of bodily ailments, we never ask questions to doctors. We just yeah. kind of assume that that they will give us what we need to be fixed. And of course, I have the utmost respect for doctors and nurses and and anyone who works in in healthcare and you know fair play. But you are paying sixty euro. Yeah, <laughs> to you want to get your. You ask all the questions you want and if you um if you want to challenge something they're saying or you think something is a bit off what they're mm-hmm. saying or you're having bad symptoms, don't be afraid to to communicate that. And any doctor worth their salt Ooh. worth their salt. We'll respect that. Uh, we'll maybe. yeah, we'll respect that and we'll we'll talk you through it because at the end of the day you are paying them sixty quid. Yeah. Just to go and see them. So ask them all the questions you want. Before we go, can I just say one more thing? <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, no there's this whole thing i just i genuinely don't know how i feel about it so i'm not i'm just kind of like wavering in the middle but okay so there's this space there's this app and it's called natural cycles or something you tell me about this and no, this wait, sounds mad wait but no it's not mad no it's not mad but like it's, it's it's i don't think it's something to rely on okay so natural cycles is this company you have this app and a thermometer and you take your temperature every single morning and then it goes into the app and it basically tells you like when you're fertile, when you're not fertile. They're claiming you don't need to use any other form of contraception. Like you're talking like not even pull out method. You're talking jizz in the vag kind of shit going on here, which is like risky as fuck. Because well, pull out method is stupid anyway. Ah, uh, if you get it out within a certain amount of time. No, because there's sperm in the pre No, is there? Yes, there uh, is. I've heard that there's only sperm in the pre if he's literally just had a wank like in that day. 
that it's only old sperm at the top of the at the top of the urethra. No. Yep. I mean, sure, I wouldn't know because I'm a lesbian. <laughs> okay, but this app and the natural, it's, it's all about taking your thermometer, your temperature, right? But there's loads of like variables. Like if you're sick, don't regard, don't rely on the temp- temperature. If you're uh, been drinking, because I mean, that's, I mean, that's half the week, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that like you, you can't rely on it. Anyway, I, this is what I'm doing. I'm doing this. It's called like naturally family planning method, which is a load of bullshit. But we use um, protection for like, let's say 50% of the month in my fertile weeks, right? But anyway, these, this company, bloggers are selling the shit out of it. And I don't know how I feel about this. So all these bloggers are going on being like holding up a thermometer to their, taking a selfie, being like, I'm finally hormone free and I'm taking this natural cycles app and it's worked. I'm like, it's worked. Listen, you haven't gotten pregnant. How long have you been using it for? Are there going to be like thousands of babies because bloggers are selling this fucking app? Well, look, I mean, I just, I it don't might ha- work. It might work. Um, on the one hand I'm like okay this is what we're saying we're saying hormones are bad this app is a way to naturally uh, um, avoid getting pregnant but there's something about bloggers promoting influencers promoting this kind of like family planning method that's a little bit odd to me here's the thing like I, I think in that respect there's so many variables when it comes to people that could make your temperature different yeah I think like, like I'm uh, sure they've put their research they in, have I think it's, it is generally very good but like I just wouldn't be like telling like I wouldn't be like doing a hashtag ad promoting an app that like anyone you know I just find it's a bit I don't know but what's different to that than literally sticking some copper up your vag and hoping for the best yeah do you know what I mean? Like it's all I know, a bit but bloggers. Yeah, I know, but bloggers aren't like saying like, "Here's a copper IUD, put up your vag." This is like no, a, this is like a campaign that's going on, and like I just don't know if like if they're actually testing it out for a long time or. But anyway, that I digress. That was just a random thing that I'm seeing these ads, these bloggers with this fucking thermometer in their yeah, hand. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, do not leave it up to bloggers to d- or Tell podcast you to hosts for that matter <laughs> to decide what you should and shouldn't put in your body. Yes, what we're trying to say is, do not listen to us. Do not listen to bloggers that are getting paid a thousand dollars per Instagram to say this app works. This is grand. Listen to your own body. Listen to what works for you. And like also, yeah, like talk to people about it. Like because that's the whole fucking point. Like I wouldn't have been able to if I hadn't like talked to my friends about how I was feeling, and they would have they wouldn't be able to say to me, Roshi, this isn't like you. This is not normal for you. So you should go to the doctor. So if you're feeling funky in any way, it might not be anything to do with the pill or whatever you're on. It might be a bad time in your life, but just talk about it and actually just Get listen, out. listen to your body and tell your doctor what's going on. Ask yeah. your doctor what's going on. Yeah. Um, okay, I think I feel quite informed. Yeah, there. I feel like I actually got a lot circle. more passionate about that than I thought I would. Yeah, I'm very passionate about it because, yeah. I don't know, you just read so much stuff at the moment of women who, like, I can't remember where I saw this article the other day. A woman was saying that she was pregnant and she was getting... That was the same Facebook page, uh, Women of the Eighth. Was it Women of the Eighth? Yeah. Stories of the Eighth, I think it's called. That was horrific. Basically, a woman was saying that she went to the doctor and she specifically asked her doctor to not do certain tests and yeah. not do this. And before you knew it, he was just doing it anyway. And she he had was no giving her a sweep. It. it was uh, if you're overdue and you want to have a baby, they basically do a thing called sweep. I don't actually know what it means, what it actually does, but I think it's basically they put their hand up you and do something. But she was like saying she didn't want it. He did it anyway. She got bleeding. She got bleeding. There was another thing that happened during her labor that she didn't want to be done and was done. Again, this is the Eighth Amendment. We've no. It's fucked. It's fucked. Um. So get out and vote. <laughs> get out and vote as soon as we know what date it is. Um, and, and also, I feel like we need to say this in every episode. Please, please make sure you're registered to vote because um, I just recently moved house um, 
So you have to change your address formally um, when you move house. And I actually did that and checked the register a couple of weeks ago and they hadn't updated um, my address and I had changed it back in November. So I had actually put in another form to do it. So I don't know, maybe I'm being a bit cynical, but I think a lot of millennial voters in Dublin and and other urban areas are falling off the register. So please just double and triple check that you're on it because I thought I was and I wasn't. Um, Yeah. So you can you can change it you can change any address or register up until 15 working days before the referendum oh so. wow i didn't know it was that close because i'm okay because i'm registered in bray but i want to change it but i just didn't it's, want to do no, it i'm too freaked out in case no, it work. look no to be honest you don't have to change it as long as you've access to that house and you can get your voting cards but for instance i'd moved house my but i have house. to vote in bray then don't i yeah yeah but my voting cards will come to a house that i no longer live in. right like, gotcha. um th- sorry that facebook page is called in her shoes women of the eighth Sixteen thousand likes so far it's amazing good click on it it tells you like such a huge like range of stories related to uh situations women have found them in really sad situations um check it out like it's it's hard it's obviously not enjoyable reading but it's it's true and um this is just i guess a little snapshot into issues that we as women have uh yeah and stuff and you'll probably be hearing a lot more about issues (laughs) we are both women who have issues we have issues a lot of issues and we're trying to uh present them i guess in a casual and way but um yeah on that note it is um 10 to 7 i have a reservation at quarter past (laughs) seven in imonelli because it is my 28th birthday so i'm gonna go eat loads of pasta i'm wearing my disco pants and occasion she is and i'm wearing actually a zach morris shirt and some high tops i feel really swish i'm wearing purple velvet high-waisted trousers why the fuck not uh i'm going to see blind boy podcast actually right now oh yeah deadly yeah okay thanks for listening (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening and once again keep getting in touch send us messages um you know tell your friends leave a review and follow us on instagram we have very pathetic number of followers I know we got like 200 and some followers in the space of two weeks it's pretty good going yeah it's grand follow us uh, the state of us on Instagram at the state of us podcast yeah and thanks for all your messages you're all deadly okay bye bye